Oscars, and those are nuts. Mmm. I've never had any. Like, what do they do? Do not. They just, like, zonk, like, zonk you out, and they're super tired, and, like, you don't care about anything. That sounds great. Sounds like life. <laughs> like, I, I helped clean one day when I was on them, and I was, like, I'm not afraid to cuss in front of coworkers, but I, it was, like, every other word was, like, the F word, and they were like, are you on drugs? <laughs> As a matter of fact. Yeah. Funny who should mention it. <laughs> just one. I'm on all the drugs. Got drug A, B, C... Drug one and drug two. <laughs> Dr. Seuss, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, red drug, one drug, two drug, red drug, blue drug. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if Hunter S. Thompson wrote uh, <laughs> The Cat in the Hat, that's uh, what it would have been. Now, can we just, can we, like, find an artist, acceptable artist, and pay them to do, if T- Hunter S. Thompson wrote The Cat in the Hat, because I think that would be great. I agree. Fuck, here we are getting into, like, prime pod material, and we haven't even started the pod. The pod... See, Ethan, this is the secret. When you're in my apartment, we're always doing the pod. Whoa! So that's why you have that camera and microphone in the bathroom. That's... (laughs) Always recording. Yeah, that's an unrelated pod. Yes, that's just... pod. That's just for me. Potty cast. And, uh, Paolo... And, uh, it doesn't matter all who. Um, yeah. But I, I'll put that on the internet. I have a story and a question for today. When, when we get rolling. Wow, nice. I've got a callback oh. to an old-ish TV show and an old pod. Oh! Wow. Yeah. So, uh, do we want to... Was it that kitty one that gave me nightmares? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is bubblegum. Monster. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Yeah. Well, I looked that up, and that was a bad idea. <laughs> Talk about, you know, like, Vietnam-style flashbacks <laughs> of sitting on the floor in front of my TV crying because I was too scared of Ghost Rider. And then I was also had a bad experience when I was watching Ghost Rider on the Nicolas Cage. Because it was really awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. What do you do? But no, no, the, um, uh, by the way, listener, welcome to the podcast, we're, we're doing it. Yeah, 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 this is the podcast brought, this week's episode brought to you by Ramen Noodles, the official food of having given up on life. I think I've used that joke before. Well, um, I'm a, uh, I'm a proud customer. <laughs> well, I'm not a proud customer. Nobody's a proud customer yeah. of Ramen Noodles. But I... You're I endorsing it on a show. You're, you have to be proud. Yeah, yeah. I get it on the show. I did a live endorsement. That's what it was. It wasn't oh, just my drunk true. ass. Yeah. You on the chair. Yeah, you've done that multiple times. <laughs> just, like, get up during the middle of the pod and just, like, make food in my kitchen. <laughs> that was actually that was actually a product demonstration for the listener. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> I um, love ramen. It's pretty great. I actually had ramen for dinner today, so there you go. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a proud... I'm a proud consumer of ramen in the same way that, you know, I'm proud. The same pride I have when I, you know, go to the ER to have something taken out of my ass that got lost in there, you know. Yeah, I mean, not everybody could have fit that thing up their ass. That's right. We're getting right to it. (laughs) (laughs) My mom knows all about that, working in the GI. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Caleb, be sure you cut out the working in the GI part. 
out of this when you edit it. My mind was all about that. <laughs> Just from her everyday life. I feel, I feel like yeah. if that if that was you, if you were experimenting with something and uh, lost some sort of object, I, I don't know if it makes it better or worse if it's not a sex toy in your ass and have to go to the doctor to have it taken out. I mean, do, do, do you do you just give into the situation and uh, appreciate the humor, or do you try and act somber and businesslike? So, Ethan, I mean, to me, it seems patently worse if it's not a sex toy. I mean, are you thinking that like it gives you some sort of plausible deniability that like, oh, I just fell on the <laughs> facility, Jerry? <laughs> you know, I just have. Like, are, are there like elderly nudists that have? A higher rate of things stuck in their ass. Like they're they walk around naked and they fall over, and every once in a while something will get stuck up there. <laughs> oh boy, this is about to happen. I feel like even when you fall, you clench, so it'd still be pretty hard. Yeah, you have to be a like a that old has probably lost a lot of its elasticity just because of the ravages of time. Yeah, and their uh, reaction times aren't great, so yeah. they might accidentally, like, clench. Yeah. And things accidentally come out of your ass when you're that old all the time. I mean, the it, your sphincter kind of isn't really operating at 100%. Uh, yeah, it might come out easier, too. Like, if you just kind of jump up and down a little bit, it might just slide right out. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean, uh, it's, it's a deep possibility. That's how you get Ben Wobble, though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> In Wobble? But, okay, since we're on this subject, this is actually something I wanted to bring up. So, we've mentioned on the podcast before that one of the ways that people um, consume methamphetamine is by um, butt bumping, where they just, like, put it inside their butt. And I recently started re-watching Breaking Bad, and they actually use the term butt bumping. And now I know what that is. Nice. So it made the show much better for me. So See, I, I used that term when I was little, but I didn't know it meant that. Oh my god, like, <laughs> I remember, like, at church camp, there was the song, like, shake a friend's hand, shake a hand next to you, shake a friend's, and, like, uh, give a friend a five, give a five next to you, and one of them was bump another rum. Man, they, maybe that song was asking for something entirely different. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm remembering bits and pieces of church camp now. The pieces when you were coming down from your met yeah kick from having another camper cram some meth up your ass in the name of Jesus. Well, I mean, this is the the rural Midwest. That is, yeah, you know, that is the most stereotypical. Meth <laughs> <laughs> and uh, evangelical Christianity. Yep. There you go. Just like apple pie and uh, country music. <laughs> you know, one is good and wholesome and will help you get through life. The other one is um, uh, shitty music. Uh, and ne- never mind, I'll just... Uh, uh, okay, how do you really feel about country music? I'm, um, I'm a big fan. I love the, I love the twang of it and uh, how they, they, um, they play their, their, their banjos and their, their steel guitars. And um, all of the songs about um, dogs, those are my favorite ones, actually. Sonata has a song about his dead dog. Who? It's not Arctica. Under Your Trees, a song about Tony Cocko's dog dying. Did he die under somebody's tree? Uh, No, he buried his dead dog under a tree where it liked to live. Oh, okay. 
Wow. I mean, didn't he ever consider that that dog had spent enough time there and wanted to, like, maybe see some other part of the world? Yeah, what a dick. Yeah. Uh, speaking my, uh, my sister, who is a sociologist, uh, um, posted an interesting article that actually kind of changed the way I thought about some things, um, and it, it made me realize why I hate country music. So, uh... I've always kind of thought that, not that it wasn't a thing, but that the charge of cultural appropriation kind of gets, it's kind of a damn if you do, damn if you don't sort of thing, like, uh, damn you, you uh, crazy, white white Anglo-Saxon, Protestant, hetero, cisgendered male, uh, how dare you stay in your little bubble world and be so ignorant as the rest of the world? Okay, well, I'm going to go over here and experience this culture. Cultural appropriation! Um... And that, that's kind of how I felt. And I'm like, hey, man, isn't that just like progression of society? Is like cultures sharing things with each other, and uh, you know, we, they, you know, it's kind of like the history of music and all culture sort of ideas being passed from culture to culture. But this this article talked about uh, it's basically like taking just that part of the culture, but not having any of the underlying background experience or knowledge or understanding to make it fit, and I'm like, holy shit, that's why I hate country music. Because so much of country music is like, uh, you know, people from big urban areas, even if they are in the South, like Nashville or Atlanta or whatever, who are uh, pretending that they're good old country boys, and Pa had to sell part of the farm to pay for the dog, for the dog ringworm treatment. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you guys, you're not from a rural area, you're just, like, putting on airs to try and sell your fucking records. Yeah, and you never had a dog. That's cultural appropriation. Wow. So I think maybe you need to listen to older country. Oh, yeah, Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson are great. Those guys had dogs. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Then you have feel. Country artists, you don't know how to feel. I've been finding a, a couple of country songs that I like from my mom watches the voice like nonstop and I've heard a couple of songs through that that I was like, you know that's so good. I will I will give that one its due. So Do you have can you remember any examples? Um I didn't recognize either of the artists. One was one's called I Could Use a Love Song which sounds gay but it's pretty good. <laughs> oh I can get it. By Mary Morris and then Burning House by Cam. Oh Burning Down, down the House, oh. yeah. Burning down the house. Talking heads. Burning down the house. (laughs) (laughs) Like that stupid song, She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Oh, I love that song. Okay, I need to look up, I need to look up who actually wrote that song. Cause if I go on a tired about you fucking pretender, blah blah blah. I'll find out that this is someone who grew up in, like, rural Wyoming. Like, that would be your luck, yeah. Like, the, the, the closest paved road was, like, 300 miles away. Doesn't make it a good song, though. You're right, it is a stupid fucking song. Yeah. Really... No one cares about a piece of industrial machinery, okay? I don't fucking brag, write songs about driving a forklift and how goddamn noble it is. Maybe you should try. <laughs> there seems to be money in it. Yeah, yeah there we go. I spread her legs with my powerful wrists. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lift you up, darling. I'll lift you up so high, close to the Lord above. On the fork here, attached to the front of my front loader. 
Top ten. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> one time I was visiting a friend whose parents lived in Texas on, like, kind of in a small town, well, definitely in a small town, and they had a really big yard, and I helped uh, them mow their yard one day, and I was on the riding lawnmower, and I just, like, screamed sang that song the entire time I mowed. <laughs> was it actually like a John Deere lawnmower? Yeah, and at the, like after I'm done, uh, my friend's mom was like, "Were you? What were you singing?" And I was like, "Oh, you couldn't tell." Apparently, <laughs> 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 the neighbors could see me like yelling, but they couldn't tell what I was saying, and I was just screaming,
apologize to our dick listeners. Well, you know, and our zombie listeners. You know, and everyone, really. They say, uh, that, wasn't, that wasn't good for anyone. Sometimes, uh, you know, men just think with their penises. So. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> Gay zombies, they know where to eat. Yeah. <laughs> they know where they're going. really is, yeah. The thing about mowing my, my friend's yard in Texas, what they were like, oh, try not to hit the really big, uh, red ant hills, and I was like, okay. <laughs> They're like, because they'll just throw, throw them all over and you'll probably get stung, and I was like, cool, alright. Why do you live here? <laughs> yeah, I remember mowing at my grandma's, there was at least one time that I accidentally ran over like a, some big ass snake, and I, it was tall grass, I definitely, like, I didn't see it until... Like, I actually felt it first, because it was pretty big, so when it, the blades hit it, it, like, shook the lawnmower. Then, like, I saw pieces of it fly out. Yeah. I actually felt kind of bad about that. But Probably a bull snake, right? It was that big? Probably. I was mowing alfalfa, and I cut a deer in half once. Okay. And your dog, right? No, no, this isn't a country song. <laughs> no, your dad cut your dog's leg off in some sort of industrial. Oh, yeah, that was with the scoop of a tractor. Yeah, that's even, even worse. A dull scoop. It's like blunt objects. Yeah. Oof. So it didn't quite, it got through like half of it and through the bone and everything, but not through the skin. So. You had to like tie through the doorknob and slam it like oh, a she lived. Your cable. She lived for another 10 years after that with three legs. Oh, I love three-legged dogs. Yeah. Apparently Sandra Bullock has only three-legged dogs. I learned, I heard that today. I was hoping you were going to say Sandra Bullock has three legs. Whoa! Three-legs. That apparently happens a lot in those shelters and adoption places. People will come in specifically asking for three-legged dogs, and it, it's not appreciated. <laughs> like, there are plenty of four-legged dogs that you can actually look at. It's like, look at... Chop one's leg off and send you with it. There you go. Shatter <laughs> euthanasia. Yeah, give it a nice little chew toy on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> would a dog eat its own leg? I mean, they just like chewing on I it. I bet they would. Yeah, they would. Silly anything. Hector, yeah. would you eat your own leg? He's right here under my desk. He's I'm eating it right now. now. Yeah, I might eat my own leg right now just because I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit, uh, uh, Peckish? Pet that, thank you. <laughs> I was gonna say peachy, but that's not the word. <laughs> I mean, I am peachy too. I'm a bit pernicious. Yeah. Pernicious. That's a good one. Uh, what? Pernicious. Does that have to do with the pernis? <laughs> a pernis. Fuck <laughs> on my pernis. That's a pernis and six. <laughs> <laughs> it really turns, or no? <laughs> I did, uh, when me and my friend would sing that song when we were younger, the line where it's, it goes, she's always staring at me while I'm chugging along, but we would say, she's always staring at me, going, is it really that long? <laughs> it really just makes me say, always staring at me when I'm chugging a dog. <laughs> yeah, because that, you're only changing one consonant. It's, it's, it's only invasive. Yeah, it's a less invasive uh, <laughs> lyric. Wow, Wow, beautiful. I'll admit Garth Brooks was good. Good. What? Because I'm a fucking human being, alright? I might hate country. still going. Caleb doesn't like him. 
He says he's the worst person imaginable. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Like, I sit and I try to imagine the worst person. And first, my mind drifts to Colin. <laughs> but then I'm like, eh, you know, Colin's alright. He, uh, he let me steal a bunch of his food back when he lived together. So then, naturally, after that, it's Garth Brooks. Yeah. Sure. He's alright in my mind. Garth Brooks never let me steal his food. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> Garth Brooks steals my food. Get out, Garth. Get. Break. Don't party on, Garth. Yeah. <laughs> Party somewhere else. You dunce. Party off. <laughs> what do you guys think of the Dixie Chicks? Um, they didn't like uh, the war in Iraq, so yeah, uh, fuck them. History has really shown them. Oh my right? gosh! Right? Yeah. They deserve what they got. <laughs> so one of my coworkers today, we. My my other coworker wanted to listen to Dixie Chicks, and this other coworker was like, "No, I hate the Dixie Chicks." And we were like, "Who hates the Dixie Chicks?" She goes, "After they said those things against President Bush," and I was like, "Oh my God, you're one of them." Wow. Did you pour bleach down her throat? You should have. Like holding on to that. That was like 15 years ago. I know. I was wow. Like, and history's completely fucking vindicated there. There's also that. I mean, not if you're, um, oh, what's his name? The new uh, national security advisor. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Andrew Carnegie. Uh, crazy ass guy with the mustache. Bowden. Bowden. Uh, he, he was Bush's dude. Hey, Pete. Bush's Baked Feet. Yeah, the dog from the Bush's Baked Feet commercial. Yeah, he's a May real... as well be in Trump's cabinet. Like, it fucking matters. <laughs> yeah. That dog is a real warmonger. I tell ya. <laughs> he's actually, he's a, he's not a warmonger. He's a warmongrel. <laughs> a new high uh, from Sue. For the new podcast. <laughs> John Bolton. John Bolton. That's right, because everyone said, you better open for Ramsey Bolton, and everyone made that joke. Or Michael Bolton. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, because you thought Michael Bolton was Kitty G. Who did? You did. I did? No, that wasn't me. Good <laughs> not sound familiar, guys. Who was saying a joke about we could send him over to, like, wage war with his soprano sax, and we were like, what the hell are you talking about? And you're like, oh, fuck, I was thinking of Kitty G, not... I think that was something from uh, Pod Save America. I think, like, John Lovett was trying to make that joke. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I always... So someone, someone I, whose voice I've heard made that joke. Okay. I, that sounds right. So I can't just describe everything to you. <laughs> I, I mean, I am as talented and successful as yeah, our pod. Yeah, so. our pod is as, as yeah. successful. So that's... I understand the mix-up. I still remember the guy's name. It's John Bolton. Sorry. Yeah. He's got a big old mustache. I, it's wow. It is good. Yeah. Apparently he's rocked that forever. A belligerent mustache. Yeah. Belligerent mustache man. Yeah, that is where I heard that. Okay. <laughs> well, you turned me on to that podcast, so, uh, by the law of, uh, transitives, Everything that I hear on that is actually something you said. Ah, I see. So entertainment is kind of like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Where I tell yeah. you about it, then you tell ten friends. Yeah. And then eventually, like, everybody in my downline yeah. ascribes everything that they heard to me. Yeah. All all, sto- 
entertainment is just like a bastardization of the epic of Gilgamesh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> At Tanagra. Yeah. Yeah. Gilgamesh and uh, Plato. At Tanagra. Who could forget? <laughs> that was uh, the best WrestleMania ever. <laughs> <laughs> wow! If what an amalgamation of thoughts. Yeah, I was say, any Everybody, listener who knows like the take the time to look all that up. Too. <laughs> any listener who has a background knowledge of like the four different very distinct areas that went into that, we'll get a good chuckle at that. <laughs> or they won't. Like if you're one of those yeah. things, they might not at all. Like if you're really into like classical. Uh, if you're really into, like, pre-Homeric literature and Star Trek, The Next Generation, and WrestleMania, and uh, <laughs> classical Greek philosophy, this is the joke for you. <laughs> we know our audience. That <laughs> uh, one guy is like, these guys are fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that one guy is... I'm not going to say his name. Uh, California Gary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> All of like our humor. Yeah. No, I mean, not that California Gary. Sorry. Uh, the one... The other physicist California Gary. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Theoretical physicist California Gary. Yeah. We should have a different topic. Yeah, we should. So, uh, thinking about Grasshopper Corner... Yes. Is that... Yes. So, I'm, so when we say corner... Is it a corner inside a building? Like there, like there's a little building and uh, like there's a like a coffee shop, and in the corner, uh, at a cozy little circular table, is a grasshopper with a nice cup of tea, or is it like a busy urban street? And on the street corner, on the street corner outside the building, is a grasshopper dispensing street wisdom, like some sort of manic street creature. Um, I always had in my mind the former. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought it was like a grasshopper coroner. <laughs> they got so many legs, that worked really well. I was just like super sad whenever it came on. Now I'm a little happier. <laughs> that was your problem, grasshopper coroner. Okay. Actually, no, I'm pretty sad whenever it comes up. But we had the awesome song. Did you hear the song, Colin? <laughs> I did hear the song. It was a really, really good one. That's probably the best song that we've had. Yeah. We should do more songs on this podcast. Yeah, we should. Are you guys going to get, like, uh, headsets? Because I actually listen to, like, ten seconds of a podcast for the first time ever. And yet the sound quality on my end is pretty shitty. Like, we should uh, maybe try to record me. Or you can just leave me out of it completely. <laughs> we'll just, like, uh, we'll dub in fart noises over e- whatever you speak. Hey, good. I just record every word that I can think of. And you can just, you know, put those in in any order you like. I, yeah, I like this idea. What we'll do, Colin, is we'll have you record, like, all of the basic, like, um, what are they called? Phonemes? Phenomes? Like the, the basic sounds that make up the English language. And then yep. we'll train a computer to speak in your voice. And then we'll train it um, on all of the previous podcasts and uh, every word that you've ever said. Uh, I got a buddy in the NSA. You can look us up. And, um, 
And uh, yeah, we'll just do that, and then we'll kill you, and then use this to simulate your existence. Okay, so I think uh, I have a shortcut here. If we're going to train it on every word Colin's ever said, and everything on this podcast, I mean, really, it's mostly just going to be... It's really just going to be like uh, the screenplay for Lord of the Rings movies, right? That is true. Okay, so, Colin, we're just going to have you read the script of Lord of the Rings and play it on repeat, like, mean, softly mean, in the background. Recite it. Yeah, okay, yeah, you don't need the script, yeah. Yeah, just go, yeah. It'll just be playing softly in the background while we're doing the rest of the podcast. Setting the mood. This is going to bring in the listeners. And, uh, and, and actually, like, if we did set up, like, a nice, like, grasshopper corner, like, where people could go and, like, discuss, you know, it's it's kind of like a modern, like, Sons of Liberty, like, meeting and discussing the ideals of our, of our, of our nation, how we want to make things, but it's all about grasshoppers. Yeah! The music, the soundtrack to that revolution is going to be Colin softly reading, <laughs> reciting... The script of Lord of the Rings, right? Yes. And do I do the voices, or do I do, like, incorrect voices? Could I, like, talk as Morgan Freeman the whole time? I think that's an artistic I choice. Mean, I, think you do, I think you do too good of a Smeagol to let it go to waste. Maybe I can do... Just do it. It's, like a, it's like a... Uh, what's, the, what's the fucking hospital show in Canada... Where it turns out it was all in the autistic kid's head at the end with the snow globe. Um, House MD? No, it was something. It was something Saint. Saint. No idea. Um, yeah, it was. It was like I feel like it was in the late eighties or early nineties. It was a medical drama, and the oh, big Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's and right. the twist at the end was like it was just like autistic looking at a snow globe, and it was all in his imagination. That, like, that's the big twist. Like, all the whole Tolkien universe is just a bunch of characters in Spiegel's head. And Spiegel is an autistic Canadian. Yeah. yeah I remember the ending of Roseanne was that her husband had been dead the whole time. And mysteriously, he's not dead the whole time. And, uh, yeah, and they're Trump supporters. <laughs> well, spoilers, guys. I didn't know that. Maybe they're all in hell. Where Trump... <laughs> I'm just in that thought in case any of our listeners are Trump supporters. I don't think... I think we scared them all off. Okay. Well, you, you saw where it was going. You saw where it was going. Wow. So he did die, and now he's in hell! So, okay, so then in our story, does that mean Ivanka's been dead the whole time? Or who, who's who been dead the whole time? Um, I think all of us. <laughs> We're in hell. Yeah! Okay. Wait. So would Satan produce television shows? He, he's more of he's more of the uh, like uh, executive producer. Oh, so he's not like involved in like the. He's never. He's not usually on set. Yeah, that makes sense. He's a busy guy. Yeah. You know, he's got to rule all of hell. It's a big place. Yeah. A lot of people there. Who um, and most of Mississippi. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, hell. Everybody but the Mormons, right? Yeah, yeah, they're the ones. They, they, yeah. I'm sorry. The correct answer was Mormon. Oh, yeah. That uh. Ends it on the thing. 
<laughs> Just because, you know, he was a, a very generous lover. So, my smartphone does this thing where I, I don't remember if I ever actually put my home address into it. I thought I did at some point, but apparently I didn't. Um, or I moved since then. Oh. <laughs> okay, and that's the end of that Good story. story. So, <laughs> no, yeah, I never, I you never updated. Like the first time, and so you know how your smartphone will like try and figure out where you're going and stuff like that? So, the house where I, my house, I guess I own it now, um, is, uh, my house, there's one of our neighbors has like a piano repair and piano lesson teaching shop. Like, it's their own business. And so it shows up on Google Maps as, like, so-and-so's piano repair. And it's really close to our house, so now my phone thinks that I live in a piano repair shop. Like, I'm some sort of, uh, like, the, in, in that old story, like, the, the elves who, would like, lived in the cobbler shop and fixed shoes at night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently that cobbler didn't deserve their help because he was a terrible alcoholic. He was just like... I pass out, and then all the shoes are fixed. Gee, no. <laughs> nothing to question here. Hey man, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> so, okay, so you're like a, like a musical Geppetto. Yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Google's like, you must live in this piano repair shop. So now do you get, like, a bunch of targeted ads for, like, I don't know, <laughs> tuning forks? Yeah. And I don't know, like, uh... Ivory scrub. <laughs> I don't know what a piano repair people do. Um, hammers. Um, I don't know. Some sort of brush. <laughs> Probably uh, like a piano key for like tightening the strings. Colin, did you say something with your face? I said this sucks. Oh, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our work podcast. I mean, we haven't talked, you know, at length and in way too personal detail about our own personal beating off habits. So okay. as well, long as we don't reach that, we'll be we'll be good. Yeah. Oh come on. Do you think that was the worst one? I thought maybe the defaming MLK. We shed some good light on some things on that one. I think that was maybe our proudest moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've considered like. When I, when we started this podcast, I kind of figured we'd probably have like three people listening to it who already knew us pretty well. But now that like, uh, Colin, people, you've introduced us to people. They don't listen. Okay, good. So it's still like. Once or twice and they're done. Okay, good. Fair. I, I'm a little concerned that like, if people I don't already know start listening to it who don't already know me, it might change like, it might change what, uh, what I would want put out there. So I've considered in the past, like, if we were ever, if we were ever to try and reach a larger audience, we could, like, relaunch the pod. And... So, listeners, download all those old episodes now so you have plenty of material to blackmail us with. And, like, pull them back and then, like, one by one go through them and just kind of consider, is this really something that needs to be... <laughs> Listener, you got plenty of time. They're not going anywhere. They're not going <laughs> We're gonna read it. We're going to reboot some of those podcasts, actually. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna remake them line by line. Recreate the bait. Yeah, we're gonna do them all in Smeagol's voice. Let's be there after the letter B. 
That's right, I forgot about that. That's how this would do. I wonder if Smeagol could read. Do you think Smeagol could read? Uh, I don't know. I mean, nah. like... I mean, at one point, he probably could. <laughs> Are hobbits a breed of human? No, I don't think so. Well, because it doesn't really... he's been in the dark too long, and his eyes are all messed up. Uh, okay, so he needs to... Like, he physically can't read. Can't read. Uh, and he's going to all the, like, hold a pair of reading glasses. Well, no, because, like, in the Silmarillion... He can't fish from a stream, but he can't, can't just focus on those letters. <laughs> like, the, the creation of humans and elves and dwarves and orcs and trolls and ants and all these different races is deta- are detailed in the Silmarillion, but not hobbits. Yeah, I think it actually is kind of supposed that it's a sort of subset of man. I, I figured so, because they're not immortal, and they're not dwarves, and they're not, like, creatures of Morgoth, so... Interesting. Yeah. Or are they? Yeah, oh, big twist.
Facebook dude has a hard time dialing me in. Dude, your text-to-speech settings are really weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. My, like, on Facebook, I looked at my category. I love how my sexual humanist is apparently, like, gay dwarf. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Go on, Sarah. Sorry, yeah. I looked in the categories, and I forgot that on Facebook I'm married to my my one of my best friends so it had like long distance relationship uh, <laughs> engaged shopper like all these other ones because I say that I'm married <laughs> and we're also sisters <laughs> on Facebook so oh, no. so yeah like is there like strange like I don't know like how to make sure your baby doesn't have like three eyes or something and are the companies that give give advice <laughs> I haven't got any of those well, you're kind of surprised that let you do that but really you know much, I guess yeah, I don't know what my Facebook is I'm, I'm sure it's very confused about who I am <laughs> it, it is sure that I am a 62-year-old gangster from Compton. (laughs) (laughs) Got a lot of problems going on with me. There's a lot of those nowadays. Yeah, old gangsters. Another thing when I was watching Breaking Bad, you know, it's interesting, now that I've watched some Better Call Saul, well, you know, there's there's like the old guy in the wheelchair? Oh, yeah, the Yeah, who has like, um, Oh, what is it? it? He's basically, like, stuck inside his body. Like ALS? Yeah, it's like something like that. And, uh, yeah, like he's in Better, Better Call Saul, I think. Or, like, I think it's been a while. But anyway, it's, it's interesting seeing that connection, like, now going through it the second time. Nice. So you're rewatching Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's, it's act as good as it was. It's aged very well. Even though it's not really that old. I mean, Sarah and I rewatched all of, uh, Gay Sarah and I rewatched all of Parks and Rec, so. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> Same thing. But well, they have, like. <laughs> well, a lot of crossover between Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, and, uh, like, Ron Swanson, you know. Like, if a man wants that. to sell methamphetamine to another man, who's the garbage to tell him not to? Exactly, yeah. He's a he's a sovereign citizen. Yeah. Laws don't apply to him. I watched the first two seasons of Breaking Bad and the last season. What the fuck? <laughs> You're an inhuman monster. Well, it was on TV and it just seemed really good. So we had a fire alarm in my building when I was in Pittsburgh. And the series finale of Breaking Bad with fucking 15 minutes to go. I was pissed. Everybody was pissed. Everybody left the building pissed off. They were all talking about <laughs> how they got interrupted during Breaking Bad. So, was that before or after, like, the, the, the trunks thing with the, the thing? The what? You know, the, there's, like, the, there's like the showdown. Like the showdown in the last episode. There's, like, a trunk thing. Yeah. The trunk thing. Was it, you know, fitness? I have not. Yeah. Wow, you idiot. Definitely watch it. Um, it was it was before that. Like okay. Right before that. Oh wow, yeah. So very suspenseful, and then so, I mean, I, the people who couldn't afford 
like any kind of DVR or anything, like me, yeah. I had to wait, stay up another hour to watch it again to get to the part that I missed. <laughs> you act like DVR is expensive. Well, then it was. <laughs> Back in those days. Well, I was I was living in a city by myself with a, a job that was full time that was no pay. <laughs> that was goddamn entitled millennials. Yeah, yeah or against cool. slavery. Geez, that's nah, it's it's good experience. It's yeah, exposure. Yeah, it'll get you into another unpaid internship. You know the thing Ooh, about exposure. You gotta do at least four of them before they'll consider you for a paid internship. Yeah, yeah. The thing with exposure is you can die from exposure. Yeah. There's a BBC article today titled, Why Artists Don't Like to Work for No Pay. I'm like, do you really need to go into too much depth for that one? You could just say, Why Blank Don't Like to Blank for No Pay. <laughs> right? That's just pretty or obvious. You say, Why artists? People like money. <laughs> Why? Period. Things cost money. You know? I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that most majors had unpaid internships after I got a paid internship. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, that sucks, guys. Humble brag. <laughs> Actually, for my, for that journalism thing, I got that paid internship, and my interview for it was, does anybody here want to cover this after school's out? I'm like, I'll do it. It's like, okay. That would have been the easiest interview of your life. <laughs> Do you want to? Sure. You're in. <laughs> if you don't do it, nobody else will. Alright. Nice. That's like the same story of how I became president of an engineering honor society. <laughs> no one else wanted to, and I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. I can see how that can happen. <laughs> That's how my dad got elected as, like, some... Uh, in his particular, in, in the particular uh, denomination and particular like branch uh, of uh, Protestantism that he's in, he got um, declared like uh, we're Lutheran, so it's not like Catholic. Don't really give a shit about. It. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say. I just think it's funny how you're being so obtuse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's uh, he, he got like uh, chosen to be like the. Uh, Dean of a cluster of churches, so like oh, this whole area of like Nebraska, he's like the the person like they born to. He's second only to the Bishop of Nebraska, who is second only to the. Uh, but anyway, uh, to the king. Yeah, it's only to the king. <laughs> yeah. King of the north. Yeah. The king uh, of the north. Yeah. King of the north. But king uh, of the north. I uh, one day I'm like, hey, Dad, how did you get elected? That he's like, well, you see, I was in the hospital with cancer when they. <laughs> When they had the meeting to elect the person, and they elected me as a joke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it wasn't entirely oh, no. a joke. But you, you need to edit that story, Caleb, where it just like ends after the laughter in that story. <laughs> <laughs> in the hospital with cancer. <laughs> and, hilarious. Hilarious. R.I.P. Man, that that was always a thing in in Boy Scouts too. I mean, none of us had cancer, <laughs> but the worst job of Boy Scouts Bugler. was bugle. Oh my god! It was like telemarketer. Yeah, your job. I mean, this is such a 
a thing of the times, and sure they don't do it this way anymore, is every, so we have a meeting every week, like Sunday afternoon, which is often a huge waste of time. But anyway, the job of the bugler was to just call everybody in the troop and tell them that there was a meeting that week. Which there always was. There basically always was. There's just, like, a huge pain in the neck. And the troop consisted of, like, ten, ten people who showed up to pretty much every meeting, and, like, 80 people who at one point joined but never officially quit and never showed up to anything else. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I ended up being Bugler once, and I just didn't call those people because fuck them and yeah. all that calling. And, you know, the minutes, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
pilots who like building castles and not just getting drunk and stoned. Just if it were made by dwarves, then they stopped before they they built the, the outer wall because Kimmy couldn't see over it. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe old dwarves like came equipped with boxes. Yeah. It was, it was, it, they were all walking around on stilts. The stilted dwarves. <laughs> They're a weird bunch. Yeah. That was good. That was a good aside there. Just imagining Caleb staying awake at night, like staring at the ceiling, like things that keep the things that bother Caleb keep Caleb up at night, like, oh my god. Why did Gimli not have to stand in the box to reach the mouthpiece of the horn of Hammer hand? Hey man, just imagine if that if you know the the mouth piece had been a foot higher, he would never have been able to blow the horn and then, I don't even know what that what did that really do? He blew the horn and I guess it might kind of muster the troops. Probably if he hadn't blown the horn um, everyone in Helm's Deep, like all of them had the elves shown him at that point? Yeah, they had. Yeah, they just been like, well, I guess we're done fighting. Let's fuck off. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Let's wander off aimlessly and like Orcs come in and like eat all the children and women. I it's think like, I oh. remember in the story that it actually it scared the orcs. Like they didn't know what was happening. It's like a really loud horn, and then the king and all these riders came out, and then there was Gandalf coming from the other side. So they're all just disoriented. It really helped disorient them. In the books, did the trees show up at the same time, or did they show up after? I don't think they actually showed up there. They destroyed Isengard. I mean, they didn't really. Were they not? Yeah. No, the, the trees definitely went to Helm's Deep. The Ents did not. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. It might have sounded like... I, I don't think they attacked anyone. I think the extended version... And I, I, I could be misremembering this. I should read it again. I think they just ran into the trees. They mm. were kids. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They that's right. Killed. Yeah, because they ran. Yeah. yeah, they ran. Yeah. I mean, that, that's no. what happened in the yeah extended version of the movie. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the Ents attack. Yeah, destroy Isengard and the... They were, yeah, they run in the woods and then get treed. <laughs> get treed, man. Anything else from Lord of the Rings bother you, Caleb? Um, this is a fun topic. I uh, hope <laughs> you came with a lot of ammo here. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, man, I, I, I was only thinking of that one thing, but I'm sure there are others. I don't know, like, there's a lot of stuff with the ring that, like, doesn't really make sense, but you can kind of ascribe it to, like, the ring is magical. Right, like, that always helps in those kind of stories. Yeah, magic. Did you know if the actor changed halfway through the book? Magic was magic. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Was Elijah Wood always black? Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they they just recast him as Elijah Hood. Oh, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't got anything else. I think the rest is doesn't actually. Okay, one other thing. It's a small thing, but to me it matters. In the scene where Gandalf is going into the um, Theoden's like throne room, uh-huh. right? There is a shot from him from the front where he has his staff upright, and then there's a staff. Then it cuts to a shot from behind. Where his staff is horizontal, like he's holding it horizontal instead of vertical. Ah! So does Gandalf have superhuman staff rotation powers, or is that also? Goes really fast. Like 
Even though he was like chopping it like that. Wow. So man, you know when he, he was, was actually just directing traffic with his staff. Man, he should have done that like like a spin move to like uh, shield himself from the fires of the um, the Balrog. You know, he should have just like spun it in his hand. Like, wait, like a shield move. Caleb, I think I, think I know what you're getting at here. Blew away. So you're suggesting that... Or like a helicopter, yeah. Gandalf and Donatello from the Ninja Turtles and Inspector Gadget are all actually the same character? I've never seen them together in the same room. So... Yeah, I always thought the staff position corresponded to, like, the position of his boner at that point in time. Uh, so you can go from... From flaccid to erect at a moment's notice. So he's Dennis. also Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> wow. This is a this is a character who's like all over the place. And I, I did. I, I have seen Dennis Reynolds and Inspector Gadget in the same room at the same time. So somebody's theory. <laughs> they might be pulling like an Olsen twins move, where there it's there's only one like one of them's licking my asshole and the other one's like shitting on my face is like this, this the isn't the fan movie? this isn't the full house fan pick that oh okay even. what's this now so <laughs> the old, there's only one Olsen twin this is this is a joke from last week tonight for anybody who's gonna call me out on it but there's only one Olsen twin and she, and she is just moving back and forth and it's a very fast, so that you can't so that you can't tell. That that is that that uh, that old trick is used in the uh, on uh, the CW on the Flash often. Wow! So there's only one Flash. Yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> Isn't that called the Picard maneuver? <laughs> Didn't he do that with the Enterprise to make it look like there were two ships instead of one? What? The Enterprise could do that? Well, it just it moved the ship at warp speed and then stopped it. Like He was getting attacked by another ship and then moved it forward at warp speed shortly. So the other ship was like, oh my god, two Enterprises. And it gave him just like a half a second to do something. Apparently they fired on the wrong one. I feel like this is like turning to a solipsist argument like, listener... You're the only conscious entity the, that exists in the universe, and everyone else is it's an Olsen you. Is <laughs> one of the Olsons yeah. who is going about. Listener, you are the true Mary Kate, and everyone else is just an Ashley, just the one Ashley. Da 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 da. That's one of my favorite like one-line jokes. You know, I fucked both the Olsen twins before they were famous. <laughs> Impressive. That's how I, I'm talking about that's like getting on the ground floor. Yeah. Literally because they're on all crawling. <sighs> Very ground. Yeah. yeah. It's so ground floor it should be illegal. And it is. It is. Nice pedophilia joke. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a good note to end on. Sure, yeah, I think it is. We'll zoom, the official podcast of pedophilia. That's, uh, yeah. I think we're, we're, we're gonna edit that, right? Edit what? No, it's, it's all safe. It's all safe. I just wanted to, I wanted it to leave, to stay in there. Like, if we, 
listen to this podcast later. We're going to edit that, right? And that's definitely in the podcast. Oh, just end it right after Colin saying we're going to edit that, yeah. right? Alright. <laughs> or like after this conversation about it. Alright, yeah. listen, 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 list